Colin, no last name anymore. No <laughs> last name. Colin dropped his last name last episode, and we're keeping that going. Yeah. Uh, I'm Alex Barber. You can uh, find me on everything. So uh, just search Alex Barber; it'll come up. Um, actually, don't do that. Alex Barber is a uh, male model. Um, he, if you search Alex Barber in Google, it'll just come up with a guy who's uh, scantily clad. I guess if you want to see that, search Alex Barber. I'm going to start. I'm going to start making fake accounts named Alex Barber on all social media platforms and just uh, ruin your reputation. Fine. that's fine it was just like really like right-wing conservative accounts yeah no i'm just kidding i won't do that you want <laughs> okay <laughs> bail on that quick uh all right so we Too have a work. we have a we have a fun episode tonight uh we are you know digging back into the back in the vault of movies we haven't seen uh going to the 90s and we are going to be watching uh water world with kevin costner uh, water world with, with kevin costner um it is uh imdb 6.2 uh, with a runtime of two hours and 15 minutes. So uh, a perfect right on the nose of a, of a 105 of the 105 reaching the middle. And if this is your first episode, I will say uh, stop listening and go listen to a different one uh, <laughs> and so that you get the gist. But I, you know what? No, I'll, I'll let you know. We watched the first 10 minutes, the last 10 minutes, and uh, uh, one a minute and five seconds in the well, middle. Hold on. If this is your first episode, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the pod. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, settle in grab a drink, have a seat, uh, have a seat. And um, just want to say you're right at home. You're, you're here. We're here for you. You're right um, where you're supposed to be. And uh, this week we have a, a special, a special guest, uh, Kenny Gray. Welcome, Kenny. Howdy fellas. Good to be here. It's great to have you. Great to have you. Uh, Kenny is um, a, a fellow Boston funny man and music man. Well, not, he's not a fellow music man. He's a music man, right? Is that what I, is that what is that your title? Music I, I think I think you dropping fellow would knock music off your title, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not a fellow music man, but Kenny Kenny Gray is a music man. Uh, That's he, correct. He uh, he he makes songs and he makes funnies and sometimes he makes funny songs. So with a capital M and that rhymes for STEM and we got to get more girls in STEM. Okay? We got to get more girls in STEM. We also got to get more girls on the pod. So if any girls that we know <laughs> who are funny, uh, what's uh, wrong with three white dudes wearing plaid talking about Waterworld? <laughs> yeah, right. Shoot us a text. We will give you Colin's phone number at the end of the episode, like we do. Uh, <laughs> every single one uh and uh you can uh you can shoot us a text and we'll we'll let you onto the pod um so yes it's a good system especially since i bleep it out every week uh one of these days i'm gonna forget um that's fine that's fine uh you can just dox yourself uh we were speaking about we were talking about tiktok earlier i a girl uh i was on tiktok last night at like um 1 30 and this girl just says i'm gonna regret this and then it just says FaceTime me and then her phone number and it had oh, wow. 11,000 likes oh, so she she probably needs to get a new phone number right now I think but 
So, yeah, that's probably lasting for weeks. Like, there's there's no like, yeah. oh, it'll, that'll end tomorrow. No, people save that number. She's her life is pretty much ruined. Yeah, you can't just give your phone number out, Colin. Well, when you just want people to talk to you, you can. Yeah. All right. How about about movies. Yes, Kenny. Oh, I was gonna say uh, on that that note. When I just it just I totally forgot about this memory, but when I was in college, someone had. Who is the guy that does the puppets on Tim and Eric with the glasses? I can't remember his uh, name. David Liebehart. David Liebehart. Someone, some, somehow through our friend group, we had his phone number. It had been like passed like from friend to friend to friend for a couple months. And we just called him. And when he picked up the phone, he was like, tell Tim and Eric to put the show back on. We're all losing money. No one's. <laughs> oh <playing."> my God. <laughs> oh no. Really sad. Um, Oh, so that's no. so just be careful if you guys have a phone number you might yeah. get a sad person <laughs> yeah. it might be it might be oh, sadder geez. for you than it is for them the saddest you? part is he thinks like you have a closer relationship with tim and eric than he does who yeah on the <laughs> contact, show contact yeah. tim and eric get him back yeah didn't oh, you call, didn't you call a comedian once was it like was it brett weinbach or like bridget weiniger or like who didn't someone like on twitter tweet their number and you called them was that you or ben uh that was probably Ben and uh I don't even know who it was or what the result was right, but uh <laughs> so good good, good, good story there do you guys know uh, do you guys know who Matt Farley is I, I feel yes, like you guys are yeah, all yeah. podcast listeners uh Matt Farley uh he was on an episode of Beautiful Anonymous uh I still have no idea how he got on that but he's the guy who's made 10,000 songs on Spotify or like 40,000 songs on Spotify mm-hmm. um but he just tweets out his phone number regularly um and i have his phone number saved in my phone yeah but that's like a google voice number right it's not like his landline no it's his it's his phone number and he will really okay he will always answer it and he will always text you back um and he's a he's a good guy he's a nice guy he made a song for me um so yeah I mean, if that if that kind of guy was just an asshole, the guy accepting phone calls at all hours <laughs> of the night, he's just a prick, like just angry with everyone at all times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, this week we're watching Waterworld. I know absolutely nothing about this movie. Um, I was going through lists of best movies from the '80s, '90s, the aughts, and 2010s, and just trying to make a list of movies we haven't seen. And this one came up. Um, so I don't know anything about this. I'm assuming it's going to deal with Kevin Costner and I assume he's going to be in a world of water. Um, that's all I got. Uh, so right. do you guys have any preconceived notions to this movie? Well, why don't we start off with- Oh, I Kenny, always miss this I, part. I always miss this part. Am I gonna hit the part? Uh, <laughs> Kenny, why'd you, uh, well, I was gonna ask, no, I think which part you were gonna ask was which movie he saw most recently. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask why he chose Waterworld. Yeah, okay, we'll do that one first. Why did you choose Waterworld? Why did I choose Waterworld? Yeah. Um, uh, for a couple of reasons. I think the main one being that I'll, I feel like everyone I know has seen Waterworld. And then when I say I haven't seen it, it's the classic, well, you got, you can't, you got to see Waterworld. But yes. then they followed up with something like, but it's terrible. Or like, <laughs> there's a, and I know the other thing I know is it, I had watched the show Love. And in the show Love, a plot line is one of the people wants to be in the Waterworld stunt show at universal studios and i was like oh so this movie must have stunts and that's yeah. exciting wow. and also st- like legacy stunts that can last in a universal show you know like right. they, it was a big enough movie that they have they have stunts that continue um yeah so a question i have forgotten to ask our guests every single time 
which is a fun question since we're in a pandemic. Kenny, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? Theaters? Waterworld. Oh. <laughs> it was Waterworld. Uh, 1996. Theaters? Wow. Um, so for reference, for me, it was The Joker. It's The Joker. Was, it's been uh, The Joker for a few over, people. Yeah. Okay. Then it was Parasite was the last movie oh. I saw in theaters. Oh. Wow, yeah, you know, if, time, yeah. if theaters never open again, I feel like Parasite is a is a great last movie to have seen in the theaters. Well, if you live in Somerville and you live near Davis Square, you can walk by the Somerville Theater where they have all the posters from the movies they were showing when they when they shut down. So it's like Knives Out, Parasite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all the posters are still there. Oh, man. And they're just slowly fading into darkness. <laughs> I miss that spot. I used to walk by that theater all the time yeah the guy who used to run from the from the like middle of davis square into the theater just to get popcorn and then run out he was a he yeah, was a yeah. Nice guy. he's a cool dude um and then what's uh, the what's the last movie you've seen period what 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 what's your what's your viewing habits do you watch oh, a lot of movies sure. uh i do not watch a lot of movies i a few years ago made a concerted effort to try and watch like the classics quote-unquote um, but then I fell off of that again. I like TV a lot more, I think, but regardless of that, I got letterbox and I'm trying to watch a hundred movies this year. Mm, okay. Um, and last night, my girlfriend and I watched sound of metal with Riz Ahmed. It's oh, that's about, a new one, right? Yeah. It's on Amazon prime. It's about a drummer who lo- who goes deaf. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Good. It good. It's yeah, it's, it's sad, but it is good because it's about, because he's also an ex heroin addict. So it's all about acceptance. Like the uh, whole, like, it's all about acceptance. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's a good actor. I'd, uh, I'd check that out for sure. I recommend it. Nice. Um, cool. So, Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Um, Waterworld. Waterworld. Water, 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 water world. I hear that's what I sound like for Jersey <laughs> listeners. Water, you guys check out Waterworld yet? Um, Go down to Wawa after going to Waterworld. So the main thing I remember about this movie, or thing I always heard people talk about, is was it? It was like a very highly anticipated movie, or it was high budget, and it didn't, and it didn't have a lot of success. Oh, yeah, okay. I heard that too. Yeah, but I also I've seen like clips, maybe or like stills from the movie and it seems like they're just on a raft in like a pool it's so like i'm also wondering boat, right? yeah like where the production <laughs> how it got so high um, well the pool well they, they they filmed they filmed in alaska like so they had to they had to heat everything it was mainly uh, heat gotcha. um uh, yeah it seems also it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people in this movie that i mean that i recognize besides kevin costner uh, there's second build is uh, Chaim Giraffe. Uh, he is uh, billed as the Drifter. There's uh, Rick Aviles, uh, who's Gatesman. I, I, I they, it seems like it seems like Kevin Costner is the only person really in this movie. Dennis Hopper's in it. Dennis Hopper. Oh, in okay. It? Yeah, Dennis Hopper is in it. Um, Where is he? Gene, Tri- Gene Triplehorn's in it. I wonder as I'm looking at this, and I'm th- I just. <laughs> Do you think they filmed this whole movie like in the middle of the ocean and that's why it was so expensive? Do you think they like, you think uh, it was a like, completely water-based shoot? Like, I, I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> Let me quickly see if I can find this 
answer. I hope, I hope, I hope someone in like the writer's room was like, you know, like underwater, it's actually like zero gravity. So it would probably be better for us to just like shoot it in zero gravity. Like they did Apollo 11. <laughs> so it's just like 11 second shots while the plane is plummeting. The budget was $175 million. Yeah. Oh my God. How much it did was... it make? <laughs> Filming took place in a large artificial seawater enclosure, oh, okay, similar great. to the film Titanic. Uh, ah, it was okay. Located in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of Hawaii. And so it was lo- the the location. The artificial seawater was located <laughs> in the ocean. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they off the coast just, of Hawaii. They couldn't just like cone off like a spot of the ocean for them to use for a few weeks. Nope, not right. at all. It's gone down. I don't know. I don't understand the popularity thing um, on IMDb, but uh, this one has gone down 1,331 spots recently. Is this just people searching it or, or rating guess, it? I guess, yeah. People aren't so, searching Waterworld anymore. No. Um, so this is the tagline for this movie. In a future where the polar ice caps have melted and Earth is almost entirely submerged, a mutated mariner fights starvation and outlaw smokers and reluctantly helps a woman and a young girl try to find dry land. So it's wet Mad Max. Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of Mad Max. It's they have too much water instead of no water. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the first thing line in the Wikipedia for production is uh, writer Peter Rader came up with the idea for Waterworld during a conversation with this guy brad where they discussed a mad max ripoff <laughs> so pretty much exactly hey how can we rip off mad max Put that, it movie, in water? that movie was good uh who's kind of like mel gibson uh yeah. i guess i guess kevin costner um yeah they wow they made a uh they made a video game uh waterworld video game oh man and a novel was wow they really assumed this was gonna be huge huh <laughs> Yeah, like a video game for the Super NES, Game Boy, and it was also on PC. That's crazy. Yeah. What the hell could that game be about? <laughs> it's just like a <laughs> surfing simulator. Yeah, like... Uh, um, I, okay, so I guess like before we get into watching the movie, do we have any like... I, I think Mad Max at Sea is a pretty good like guess of what this movie is, but uh, do we have any sort of pre previewing guesses of what's going to happen in this movie kenny you want to go want to lead us off if it's like mad max there's got to be something that saves humanity that the main character is trying to get back or Mm. do like or like some book that's like about how to like get rid of water or something (laughs) or like something like that and my, my other prediction is I, I'm curious to see, given the one, the few pictures I've seen, how pirate vibe this movie goes. Yeah. Like, is it pirate adjacent or is it just Mad Max on the water? You know, like, yeah, I mean, definitely everyone is going to be like sun caked and like super tan, I assume, like shirtless for the most part. I it's rated PG-13, but it does have brief nudity in that. Um, so I a good a nice question to ask uh before we watch in the 21 minutes and five seconds that we watch will we see this nudity i hope so uh man i mean so far only (laughs) so far only uh magic mike has delivered on that promise so um yeah i i it seems the thing i'm confused with and i will show you guys this once i share my screen but there's like a picture of a man with an eye patch and this guy looks so much like john wayne like just 
I think that's Dennis Hopper. Oh, so that's Dennis the... Hopper. Okay. Hopper. <laughs> like, is John Wayne in this fucking movie? It's um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just love him to like be calling a bunch of people at sea pilgrims. And I just think that would, <laughs> that would be real fun. Um, but for the, for the, for my guess, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot. I think we're going to like, because this is a, a whole world that we don't understand. I think it's going to be like four ish minutes of us sort of like, exploring the world sort of like in i am legend when they just sort of like go through the empty city and show you like the mannequins and like you know the movie posters of what movies were out when the vaccine failed um i i think like that's that's what we're gonna see in the first 10 minutes but i think the last 10 minutes is gonna make zero sense to us so we're gonna have to fill in the middle pretty good so get ready for that yeah just to go over some awards that (laughs) Um, it either received to, or was nominated for. Just to remind our guests, uh, or our listeners and our guest, uh, so far, most of the vid- movies we've watched, uh, the movies have won the MTV Video Award for Best Kiss. Um, and, <laughs> and one you movie- You watched Spider-Man five times? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? It was-, uh, it was um, Brokeback Mountain, right? Brokeback Mountain oh, had Best okay. Kiss, uh, which- one the year before Talladega Nights, which seems like Talladega Nights <laughs> one is a joke. Yeah. Brokeback Mountain was like a very serious drama about like about like gay men in the farming industry. So, um, but then also uh, one of the movies won uh, most favorite actor. Wasn't that what it was? Or yeah, it was uh, like most favoritist actor. It was like it was like, like, uh, it was like a, a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards uh favorite male actor or something so yeah not even the best it's just whoever got the most literally whoever whoever was the favorite so what were the awards for for Waterworld here uh so got nominated for academy awards so i'll go just over the big ones academy awards got nominated for best sound (laughs) didn't win um and the the bafta awards it also best it was nominated for best special effects didn't win but now we go down to the real winners uh Winner for the Razzie Award for Worst Supporting Actor, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Hopper. So <laughs> he won. He, yeah, he won Best sub, Worst Supporting Actor. Is it better to win or lose that? Uh, you want to you want to lose. I mean, lose but them. losing is winning, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, it got nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Actor, and Worst Director. Wow, um, the Razzies it, really went after this, huh? Yeah, and then it was also nominated for Worst Picture and Worst Actor for the the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, <laughs> 1995. The Stinker Award. The Stinker Award. So, uh, yeah, that's so that's that. You know, I kind of forgot what Mad Max was about. I kind of loosely remember what the plot was. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go along it's kind of the same line as Kenny. I think there's going to be something that's going to have to – Kevin Costner is going to have to do to save humanity from this world of water that they're suddenly uh, in. And, um, you know, what could that be, right? Could it be a giant straw to drink up all the water? So all the water's gone now. Maybe. Um, Could it be one single seed to plant a garden that uh, grows atop the water? Yeah, what do they eat? Does everyone just have maybe uh, they f- they fish, right? Does everyone just have scurvy though? Yeah, oh god, what are people eating? Ugh. They must be desalinating, right? Because yeah, the whole oh, world, the whole world oh, is ocean. 
maybe there's a fabled island somewhere. Oh, like a, that's it. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like an Eden. <laughs> um, just to go full circle with the awards, uh, the Stinker Awards have uh, been done. Uh, they they ended in 2006, okay. but the last yeah. uh, the last Stinker Awards in 2006 did award Talladega Nights the Ballad of Ricky Bobby uh, worst movie title. Really? So, Damn. There you go. Stinkers the, Bad Movie Awards. Wait, I wonder. It just seems like a. It just like that. Just doesn't seem like a fun award show to attend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, just to just to pick up where I left off there, I think um, I like that idea, Kenny. I like that there's an island that's like kind of the the sole hope for humanity. But what I to add a little bit more to it, I think there's going to be some. Um, some natives to that island that Kevin Costner is going to have to fight off. <laughs> it is. It is the mid nineties. There's definitely yeah. going to be. There's going to be some questionable stuff in this. I think. There's going to yeah. be no sympathy for the island. It's going to be like yeah. they should be gone. <laughs> they should be gone because we're stuck on water. We need the land. Uh, it only makes sense, right? Um, it's, it's one of them is going to be shot from a boat before anyone has met them. <laughs> like that's. It's going to be that sort of discovery. Like like yeah. there's people there and then a gunshot. Like. Like that, uh, what's that island that like hasn't been touched by humanity and like, like off of India or something? You know that one. And then oh yeah, and they like throw they like throw rocks and shit at uh, drones that fly over. It. And I'm like, they yeah, that missionary guy came within like a hundred yards of the of land and they shot him with an arrow because uh, <laughs> he was trying him. to like spread the word of God to them. Um, yeah, I'm thinking a similar thing happens to Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner is the missionary. <laughs> yeah, um, and. But also too, there's there can't just be like some this movie without him having like a love interest or something. Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna uh, want to bang the lady who. Yeah. So the what, kid. what does she do? I think I think she has a kid, and he's like, I gotta save her and the kid, and it means more because she has a kid. Something yeah. Like yeah. He sort of like takes on the the dad role. Yeah, yeah, and he's the, the savior. Um, and you know what? I bet he I bet he does it. Yeah, I bet he wins. Yeah. <laughs> is there so a that's... water? Is there a water world too? Uh, no. But it's also interesting to see like if they set it because so, sometimes they can set up set it up with a water world too, but it doesn't actually get filmed because of you oh know, yeah, sort of how they studio. they set up the farm from the office. Unfortunately, the strain of filming a movie on the water caused it to go over budget, and director Kevin Reynolds eventually quit. <laughs> Uh, Waterworld 2 updates. Well, there's, you know, if we like this, it looks like we got three Costners right here. Um, Wait, was that the original? I think actually... Is this a remake? No, the... (laughs) Oh, wait, the original, uh, this line here, it went over budget, causing director Kevin Reynolds to quit, leading Costner eventually to take his place toward the end of production. Whoa. That's, oh, awesome. that's a little uh, tidbit. So the, the director quit because it was going over budget. So Kevin Costner just like Costner's like, in. I got this. Yeah, that's an interesting fact. Well, that's that, that's great. And I think I think knowing that Kevin Costner didn't direct this fully, but directed the rest of it, uh, is going to be interesting to see how the, the the beginning or the end differ. Yeah, he he directed the last direction. ten minutes most likely. <laughs> so um let's uh let's let's get to it unless anyone has any final thoughts um and then uh we'll be we'll be back the future 
The polar ice caps have melted, covering the Earth with water. Those who survived have adapted to a new world. Wow, what an exciting Mad Mask X start. Okay. That was actually pretty uh, pretty good first 10 minutes. I feel like that gave us a pretty good idea of what the movie is. Yeah, Kevin Costner is a bamf. Bamf. He's a real bamf. <laughs> um, badass motherfucker. Hold on, I have to think about that for a second. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a pretty good uh, 10 minutes. So, you know, it, it gave us an explanation of why... This is a water world now. What happened? The polar ice caps melted, of course. Yeah, we got to see that very wonderful 1995 graphic of the polar ice caps melting. Yeah. Um, then we're, you know, quickly introduced to Kevin Costner, the main character. Um, now, who would you relate him to in Mad Max? It's been a minute since I've seen that. Max? Okay, Max is the main character in Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah I would um, say that he is, he is all of the Maxes. Yeah, and uh, it seems like life is um, kind of just on a boat now. That's like everyone has a, a boat and they're kind of going around on water. And uh, something happens where he has to, he goes, he goes, uh, I think his boat picks up a something underneath the water, right? Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if we'll ever know what's in that bag. I, uh, I want to know no, what's in that bag. We don't, but it seems like he has some sort of thing that uh like a fishing net that picks up loose items that are off the seafloor yeah like an like a weird anchor that sort of just like hovers above i, I didn't really well, like it, makes, it like rang a bell it makes sense because i kind of didn't think about the fact that the entire world is underwater so if you were like trolling new york city you could pick up a whole bunch of like oh, yeah. stuff that's like underwater you know yeah. were those ski boots he had yeah it looks like he was wearing <laughs> ski boots and he, he had a weird like infatuation with a, a lighter that didn't work he just kept it in his mouth for a while uh i kept forgetting it was a lighter and i was like where did he get a cigar uh but then it was a lighter again <laughs> yeah him putting those uh those wet boots just right back on just uh <laughs> just like heavy <laughs> heavy plastic boots yeah just shaking them out a little bit putting them right back on wet um yeah so he, he gets that loot from the bottom of the ocean there and um then he runs into another guy on another boat and it seems like he's trying to get the loot too and then there's also some like uh bandits that they call smokers right yeah there's smokers and they're on jet skis so yeah, on i jet guess skis and i guess one gas of them, is still a thing somehow i don't know if you noticed one of them was like when they were getting ready to like chase them one of guy one of them the smokers was just massaging the other guy's shoulders really intensely like <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna go chase this guy down we're gonna get uh, him and we're gonna fuck him yeah <laughs> uh, uh but uh kevin costner um gets away with his super high-powered boat there it's just powered by wind yeah it just has a it's very fast wind boat that the smoke crazy sails yeah he pressed a bunch of buttons and then the smokers get i've never seen that before wow. and it, it just looked like two sails to me i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a seaman but I, I think that's a is that a catamaran that's yeah that's the kind of boat that they compete with speed sailing right oh okay that makes yeah because I, yeah. I, I only know this because it's a it plays a role in the movie tenet 
there's a part where the rich, a rich person is using one of those boats and it goes really fast. Uh, okay. It yeah. looks, it also looks like two catamarans sort of glued together or, yeah. or fastened together. And then he has like a, a weird, he has like a weird little like bicycle thing going on that he kept pumping it. And I didn't really know what the bicycle thing does, but yeah, it seemed to make him faster or slower or, um, or a lot of uh, mechanical engineering going on here. He's uh, quite the sailor. That's I for have sure. To, He's quite the sailor. I have to imagine that that was his previous profession. Unless just like years of being on the water, you're just tinkering around to the point where you can just make something like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a Han. When I, I wrote down, he's like Han Solo with the Millennium Falcon. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. he's like, he. I was like, oh, okay. He's one of these dudes. He's like a bad guy. He's like, yeah, but my old horse, she goes <laughs> fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he just presses two buttons and all the things suddenly. Yeah, everything's like, perfect. Yeah. I like I like that Kenny took a nice uh, a nice note that sort of like tied the character together. I wrote, um, I wish that the thin hair of the '90s would come back. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't seem fair that Kevin Costner could come out of the water with like nothing on his head, and he's like a sex symbol of the '90s. That doesn't seem fair to me. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I also wrote one of the great greatest piss intros of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing like the first minute and a half of a movie of someone pissing into a bottle and then drinking it almost immediately afterwards. Yeah, a um, a system that turns pee into water that seemingly just like coupled tubes hooked up to different cups. Yeah, a bunch of it just runs through a bunch of glass. It just yeah. goes from if you pour it in one end, it pours out the other. I noticed he did not turn it off afterwards. So yeah. next time he pours his piss in there, he's just going to spill it everywhere. He needs to it's, be ready for uh, Why didn't they show, they could have shown him like biting the face of a fish off. They could have shown him like doing so many things. It feels like yeah. they were like, everyone's main question is going to be, how do they drink? Address it. Minute one. Well, what, yeah. what would be what would be easier, uh, turning pee into water or turning salt water into drinkable water? I, salt water. I yeah, think, right. Yeah. Like I think the process would be very similar. You just need to get the salt out of it. Yeah, but like, so why was he doing it with pee? Is it just because hey, you got to pee? Might as well try to turn it into water. Look, and I, I hope gotta, there's a, I gotta swish it around in my mouth and spit it on my plant. Yeah. I hope there's a scene later where someone goes, well, you're doing what? That's not how you should. There's, there's water everywhere, man. What do you like? What are you doing? It's everywhere. It, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. I, I, I wondered why he was doing that. Um, but pretty much everything. I just, I can't help think like, uh, I don't know. I can't suspend my disbelief with this whole, like, I feel like people wouldn't be alive or yeah. like or there would be like um some and who knows this could come but like he, yeah no, normal people are on like boats like that but then there's also the super elite that are on like a cruise ship floating around. yeah you gotta i gotta think that like if the world does sink or i guess whatever happens whatever you would call that the, the flood uh if the world does flood that the boats that exist right now would just sort of lift up right so there should be like yeah. there should be yachts and stuff everywhere i guess catamarans would be catamarans and sailboats would be like the less uh less fuel dependent but that's true but we also prove they have fuel because of the smokers habit yeah and this and he seems like he sort of has an engine that's like wind powered it appears like it mm -hmm. just sort of spun there's a lot of machinery underneath i can't even figure out where the underneath of this boat is because 
I thought catamarans were basically just like a hammock in between two floating things, but <laughs> <laughs> this, it's a pretty cool boat. I would I would want this boat. It's pretty nice. That lime is for scurvy, right? That's why he has lime. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they were like, what has vitamin C? Yeah, I can't imagine limes are the best, are the easiest things to grow or the most like fruit bearing things. I feel like well, he's, got the, he's got like a nice pot for that looks like it's from like a professional plant store. He's got yeah, like, nice, like a bonsai yeah. lime tree. <laughs> yeah, his prop there. Um, yeah, and they also mentioned few, uh, at least once that, you know, like dirt is a hot commodity. Um, mm. Probably do things like trade dirt, soil, like land related things for uh, high prices. Um, so that's the kind of sort of barter system that they have going on in this world. Um, I gotta say, I'm intrigued. I, I'm intrigued. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I bet I'm gonna guess that the last 10 minutes is gonna turn me off. But as of right now, I would, I would watch the whole thing. Yeah, I think there's also, there's something about these 90s movies, these like 90s action movies where it's just like, they just like get right into it. There's like the big like orchestral music going on. Like there's so much, there's so much involved. I was just thinking like they definitely went over budget because like everything has to be shot on either another boat or a helicopter. Yeah. Right. Like that first shot is just a helicopter. I always like to picture the helicopter shots too, because they have to be the loudest thing in the world that they just cut the audio from. Like, <laughs> like Kevin Gosser's just on a boat, but just like a helicopter is just screaming over him while they're filming. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of into it, but I I just we weren't we weren't really introduced to any characters in that ten minutes besides Kevin Costner because he killed the other guy, and I guess we know like the villains are the smokers, which I guess is just like the gangs. I, I feel like it probably directly connects to Mad Max, like the parallels yeah, are probably yeah. right down the line. And the class- yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, and there's the classic like Middle Eastern trader character yeah. who's yeah. like. I trick you like the classic, <laughs> like, like, okay, why is this character here? I didn't go, I didn't board you. And then he's like, but I got your limes. <laughs> I got them. And then he's uh, taking a bite out of a lime. Like he's never seen a lime before, which was. Uh, yeah. I thought it was an apple at first or a crab apple. Or he something. was like, Oh, this is good. He just takes a bite out of the rind of a lime. Uh, there's gotta be some sort of communal aspect, right? There's gotta be some sort of like centralized place. Like where do you go to trade? Yeah, I'm sure the smokers. I'm sure the smokers are part of a, a larger crew. It seems because like, it seems like they're speaking. I would be interested to know that is like some new language. Is that like a new Waterworld language they were speaking? Yeah, new hybrid language. Yeah, yeah. Well, they both knew it, but I guess Kevin Costner wasn't good enough at speaking it that he was like, "We'll just do, we'll just do English. I got you." Like, they can talk to fish and, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's mermaid tongue. It's yeah. Uh, that's the two are there. So I know, like, you know, you start thinking about the world underwater, your mind starts racing. What about this? What about that? What about this? Um, obviously, like all the the salt level and all of the in the ocean would, because uh, my immediate thought was everything would be polluted to the point where you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I feel like like there's there's definitely like <laughs> if every environmental repercussions of like, uh, you know the flooding of nuclear power plants or flooding yeah flooding. i don't think you're supposed to think about that though <laughs> no that's that's got to be the suspension of disbelief i mean maybe it's diluted enough but like i don't know the the lake ontario is one of the great lakes it's one of the biggest freshwater things and you can only eat one fish from lake ontario a year because like it, it's so polluted so like like i can't imagine the oceans would be very clean if it washed away the rest of the land right yeah I, I, 
I, uh, pun intended, I have a sinking feeling that this film, the most interesting part about Waterworld to me would be the secret that lies in the depths, right? Yeah. But I, I have a terrible feeling that this movie does not ever explore that. And it is really about what's on top of yeah. it. It's also, pun also intended, it's a very surface level movie. Right. <laughs> very much. Uh, so should we should we jump to the last 10 minutes uh, and see see what's... See what's uh yeah yeah let's do that. um and I'll just give a you know we can go through brief uh predictions of what we think last ten minutes is gonna be like um I just want to so if your predictions one thing say whether the last ten minutes whether you, whether you think it's gonna be on land or on water oh um, okay. okay I think it's, I'm gonna think let you guys go first I think they're still gonna be on water I think uh, so last ten minutes it's gonna be uh. I think there's going to be some. Hmm. So based on my other prediction, there would there would be those uh, natives on the on the islands. So uh, hmm. I think Kevin Costner is going to be saving people, bringing them to the land. Uh, he's going to and um, he's going to be bringing people like back and forth. Mm, um, okay. And basically, it's going to end with him on the boat like going off into the sunset in the water um because okay. he can't be he realizes that he's not meant for land he's only um, meant for water he's, he's he's always, like, yeah he's always a, a sailor at heart and then he says uh to the, oh, the love interest specific. the love interest he looks at her and says baby this is a water world <laughs> That really upset me when th- that they call it Waterworld. <laughs> like, I get it as a title of the movie, but I thought, like, on the ocean, there's no rules. You know, like, or like, water, water world. Water. Also, like, also like to I'm think that, like, Waterworld. Also, like to think that, like, the geographic landscape of the world just turns into one vague land called Waterworld. <laughs> like, it's still the entire planet. And they're like, oh, it's Waterworld now. Eight days east on Waterworld, you get to Waterworld East, and then you can you can find some stuff. But uh, Kenny, what do you think? Because I uh, I had to queue up the movie, and I know exactly where they're going to be. Oh, okay, so, great. <laughs> so it's on you. Okay, I've got a couple. I've got some fun predictions, and I've got some uh, actual predictions. My actual prediction is that we'll see Dennis Hopper's character. It depends on because this movie's three hours long, so we could be in the part of the movie where the climax has already happened and it's that weird like 15 minutes of epilogue. Mm-hmm. But I think we might see Dennis Hopper's character do like a whoa and fall like into the ocean. Uh, I think similarly, there's going to be a situation where I really I really agree that like there's going to be a, you're not staying like the, no, I'm a, I'm a water man. Like that, that's going to happen. I also, I also am fingers crossed that the smokers have scuba and that they're like they're that because scuba does that come in play and uh my last prediction is that rob schneider and a bunch of ninjas will show up on surfboards (laughs) to attack leslie nielsen uh and that's just the plot of surf ninjas (laughs) yeah um can i tweak mine a sec yeah yeah yeah, so so i actually scuba diving completely forgot about that um (laughs) I think there's going to be something at the bottom of the ocean that's the, that's the savior for humanity, no matter what it is. Like, uh, like a, I don't know, but um, uh, Kevin Costner is going to find it first, and the smokers are going to 
be like catch on they're going to be like oh that guy has it we got to get it from him and they're going to chase him down and uh kevin costner is going to rather than um them get it rather than the smokers get it he's going to throw it away yeah so he's like i'd rather no one have it than the smokers and that's that's, that's good i i like to think that there's there's like a there's the like sort of like neutral good or like the the lawful good people that are underwater somehow they they have developed some sort of underwater mm. society sort of an, an atlantis type thing sort of like um, uh, sandy from spongebob yeah like yeah they, they just have a giant bubble underneath the water nice. um but what i will say is i i queued up where we are and uh the spot that we're at is on land on a beach and it looks like a scene from mad max um so what my prediction is is this is actually a mad max prequel uh they reached the end of water world and now they are in the desert um and (laughs) they need to they still need to find fresh water uh because they're running out of pee um so yeah that is that is uh that's my prediction um uh, if we have any final thoughts say them now or uh we will get this we will get this last 10 minutes going i have one final thought which is that I don't want it to be true, but I have once again, pun intended, this sinking feeling <laughs> that the plot is that Dennis Hopper's character just like tried to enslave people and Kevin Costner's just freeing them or something. Okay. That like that it's a tale that water is not really integral to the plot. It just happens to be where the movie takes place. Like I have, I'm like, it's breaking my heart that that's probably why this movie sucks. Is that the water? Like you could just replace the water and it'd be like the same movie. The head writer and the the head writer in the room is like, look, it takes place on water. Forget that. We need a, we need a story, (laughs) but it's called water world. No, that's the, that's the location. We need a plot aside from it. It takes place on boats. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, okay. The you know the cliche diner scene. What does that look like on water? We're gonna write it. We're gonna have it. <laughs> so um, just to just to so everyone knows the the video game version, um, you're pretty much just riding around in your watercraft uh, trying to prevent the smokers from robbing you. Oh so that's pretty from capturing you and and uh, that's pretty much the plot of the. So that's got to be either a huge plot point of the movie or a very bad video game. So those. Yeah, are, yeah. <laughs> those really, went, they went all in on this movie: video game, merch, uh, yeah. whole kids show. Since uh, it's a since it's like a Super NES game, I would assume that the game is probably pretty bad. Um, considering like ET is a pretty good movie, well renowned in that video oh, that game. game. <laughs> that game is like known as the worst video game that's ever been created. So it's just like I think they in the '90s they were really like, well, like even like I think it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like they created yep. the like the movie and all of that stuff solely so that they could sell products based off of the movie. So well, it's, it's like, like you have like, such a high concept thing for a movie or a game but you only have the ability to make 2d objects in a game so it's like uh you know maybe we should just limit it to uh pong yeah just <laughs> i would that's... imagine yeah i would imagine that dennis hopper's character probably serves some sort of like shredder like that's probably a good analogy like i bet i bet I, he uh, set yeah. up as a very big bad guy it's gotta be a, yeah. yeah there's gotta be a main villain it can't just be like the the group of like lowly uh, yeah. smokers who he's just like... slightly larger than the other smokers and he takes like two other <laughs> two other hits to kill that's those... gives stronger massages <laughs> yeah. yeah those smokers go back to the main lair and they're like yeah we almost had him boss we almost had him 
Oh, they're called smokers because they use gas. They, yeah. Oh, oh it probably it's like, it. but where do they get the gas? That's what I want to know. I think that's what's going to make me watch this movie again, and I don't think that question's going to be answered. Maybe it's like <laughs> it's looked frowned upon to use the gas because you're supposed to be using it for something else. But they're using oh. it for travel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's good that it's good that you know. We'll never pirate, know. Pirates still do exist, though, so that's good. All right, let's watch this. Let's watch this last. This one goes out to all the pirates out there. <laughs> For the pirates, guys. Uh, yeah. So you guys will quickly see that uh, this just looks like a scene from Mad Max. Oh, I didn't even think about it, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We the just to remind everybody that the the tagline for this movie is that uh, a man finds a woman and a child and helps them find land. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, so spoiler. Uh, so strap in, and uh, here we are. Wow! 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 What a what a doozy! What a what an end! Well, what well, a... well! Did I call it or what, boys? You sure did. Sure did. He couldn't, uh, after couldn't deal three... with he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't deal with the land sickness. After three tries, I I got it uh, semi close. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty exciting last ten minutes. Uh, yeah. It looks like we just it looks like we just missed the climax of the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we really did. I mean, but I feel like we, you know, kind of know what happens there, or kind of can, uh, you know, guess what happened at the yeah. climax of the movie there. Um, but just to give a quick rundown of what happened, um, so we come back where they're on the they're on the water. Um, there's a bunch of smokers around. They're on, well, they're on like a a big boat. Right. They're on a, yeah, they're on a big. They're trying to get off of a big boat. Trying to get off the big boat. Appears to be on fire. And they have like a huge hot air balloon type thing, and um, and they're getting rescued off the big boat that's on fire. And there's a bunch of smokers trying to get them as they're trying to escape off the hot air balloon. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the little girl in the water. Kevin Costner uh, dives from the hot air balloon, um, ties a rope around his leg, and dives from the hot air balloon and is able to pluck the little girl out of the water the rope is the exact <laughs> distance you would need to reach the water and then also bungee back, back up to the hot air balloon meanwhile the smokers that were trying to converge on uh the, the girl they're like going toward each other all three of them and then and they, once he has the girl they just collide and... yeah which which it seems like if they did reach the girl they still would have all crashed <laughs> yeah yeah the what was their yes. yeah <laughs> they're all going full like they looked as if like the girl would have stopped them like the kevin coster pulled them into the in the girl into the air and they all were like oh no 
it was like a very classic like that zoomed in on each one of their faces being dumbfounded by the fact that they're going to crash into each other which was amazing and then the explosion that happened from the three of them crashing into each other was (laughs) insane it was straight out of like uh yeah like the 80s 90s like um Remember our, our friend Ben used to have this box set of DVDs called Girls, Guns, and G-Strings? Girls, yes. It's a yeah, classic, just, classic, like, classic set of movies. Yeah, where they're just pretty much all these C-level or worse movies with just like just purposely bad editing yeah. and explosions and all like that. And I just couldn't help but thinking of those movies uh, in that scene specifically. Uh, it was pretty... Yeah. And, then they, and then they take the one thing we didn't talk about. We talked about trying to find land. We talked about scuba divers. Yeah. We didn't even think about air. They were in the air. They were in the air. They're in the air. Honestly, planes, planes hot air balloons, birds. Like Kevin Costner looks at a seagull like it's crazy. And they, they get on this hot air balloon and they discover land. I don't know how long they're in the hot air balloon. It seems like we're supposed to believe. What is the hot air time. balloon made out of? It looks like plastic bags. It looks like a bunch of plastic bags. Yeah. It's okay. it's bad. It's poorly constructed. Um, but then they, they travel. And I don't know how long they're traveling for. But it's I wrote in my notes, it seems like they didn't try hard enough to find land. Yeah. I, well, that's that was really getting me. Uh, first things first, I bet you, uh, I bet you a hundred dollars. They call it a sky boat, not a plane. Um, <laughs> second, I, it feels like for before we had GPS, sailors were looking at the stars to like figure yeah. out. He's like, wait, northwest. He's like trying. The sun is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then with that old guy with the telescope or whatever is like lands is uh, that way. He's just <laughs> got to turn around, and then they just go, and then they find. So I thought they were going to find land, and it would be like a the, small piece of land. Yeah, the desert island, like in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where like right. it's a few trees and sand. But no, they find like Oahu. They found like the, yeah. the massive island of Hawaii, and like there's horses on it. There, like people live there. There's it doesn't make sense because if the entire water level rose, I was assuming when I first saw the peaks, it was going to be like the Himalayas or something. Yeah, that like should have been yeah. like Mount Everest is what they right. should have found. Yeah. <sighs> Just a dead, a dead. And like no one, I, I get like, yeah. Communication's pretty, you know, limited um, in this water world, but like no one else was able to find this before and then be like, hey, there's land like not too far away. Like, uh you know, yeah, the only thing I, I can think know. of like that we missed was that there's some there's something that's in the way based on like in the water. Maybe it's the, the smokers were preventing people from but then it's like wouldn't the, why wouldn't the smokers just be Yeah, why would the smokers like, just live there? I just feel yeah. like there's maybe there's just like troubled waters or like sharks or something that you had to fly over to get to this island. Yeah. I was also thinking maybe there's just not a lot of people. We don't really know how many people are in this world. Yeah. Like maybe they all are like in one area together. Yeah. True. Yeah, what maybe, if like maybe yeah. Waterworld, maybe Waterworld is just like 30 crazy people. <laughs> they just happen to be like on a uh, American Airlines flight. Uh, yeah <laughs> while the water level was rapidly rising because it all happened in one day or yeah. a matter of a couple hours the ice caps melted and then all of everything got flooded uh within a couple hours yeah and then they oh, they I find guess. this they find this hut um and this i don't th- i mean this is me just digging into a plot that doesn't need to be dug into but like 
when two people when they show this in movies and it's like two people that are dead next to each other it didn't seem like there was a an event that killed them like there wasn't a pompeii so which one of them died first and which of them like just slept next to a dead body until they died <laughs> like did they die the same night did they kill themselves like what they was all, happening in this house that they, they both just the, like died in flo- with flowers in their hand they, they died at the very same time the very, very same time. exact time a really uh, romeo and juliet story they like they yeah as, poison or something as water levels were rising around them they looked at each other and they were like hey we're pretty much dead uh, yeah and like based off of the fact that the water levels rose and all of that stuff like this hut essentially was hundreds of feet away from the ocean yeah yeah <laughs> like like this wasn't a beach town this was like rochester new york and the water just made it to there but but they i don't think they really thought <laughs> yeah, maybe it's supposed yeah. to be like, like machu picchu like they were living yeah. way up in the mountains and they're like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> this, this is bad guys <laughs> so the scientists out there if water levels rose like that and then all of a sudden like you come across land and it is like the himalayas those wouldn't still be like freezing cold right because yeah i guess the world would also be warmer right yeah so like you'd still have to go higher and higher every like like yeah what is uh, i know they say sea level is rising does that mean when you say like you're at sea level that goes up like i assume so yeah does that mean like altitude goes up because there's an altitude based off of sea level you're asking the right group like uh yeah Uh, we definitely know we're we're talking yeah 100 percent. Yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. is totally based 100 percent on science and uh, we learned that from the beginning yeah and just like colin said was gonna happen they they, they find the land and kevin costner is a water boy yeah uh, and he can't he can't handle <laughs> the land sickness so he goes back and he leaves just um, uh every life is so much easier on land it's just i there's no point in going back on the water yet he's just like which it's in my blood it's what i have to do it's just like yeah we've been we've been doing this podcast for a while now um and i don't know why it still surprises me but uh the 10 minutes we watched at the beginning i was like this seems like an interesting movie i would continue to watch it and then the last 10 minutes ruined the movie for me and i don't want to watch this anymore i don't i don't (laughs) want to watch it either and i know what the plot is right like Anola, anola has the coordinates on their back that's what they said at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, like she so has like, a compass, yeah. So Enola's the child who has the coordinates and it's all about <laughs> Kevin Gossner reluctantly protecting but then liking the kid at the end. Yeah, she's so like, like an annoying kid and he, yeah, it's, uh, you know what? It, it plays into everything that you think it's going to play into. Um, so I think that's why we can we can safely say we've seen this movie, but to get us a little <laughs> bit more a little bit more context, I think it's it's about time. So if you guys do you guys have any other any other thoughts about this? Yeah, I want to I want to see. I hope we see in this 105. Like, mm-hmm. what are we hoping to the see? The Smokers here? Lair. I kind of have a picture okay. of them. Like, mm-hmm. they live in like um, kind of like this uh, gross, fucking like disgusting, slimy like sewer drain, mm-hmm. and um, they feed off of like human waste and they um that's the way they kind of portray the smokers they're kind of like less than human in this movie i'm hoping that the smokers just live on an old cruise ship that's probably more more the case but uh they probably live on that freight boat that freight boat that we saw last time (laughs) yeah that's probably uh, i'm hoping they have some kind of uh some kind of lair and we see it and they're kind of just like dennis hopper's like leading the smokers and they're like yeah tell us boss what should we go do yeah boss um things like that 
So that's my Kenny. What are, Kenny? What are you hoping to get from the 105? The 105. So what I hope for is an action scene. I hope it's a mid-movie action scene that like is the transition between, you know, like the "I'm not going to help you," "I'm not going to help you," explosion grabs the kid running, yeah. like that kind of thing. What I think it's going to be is a really boring, more exposition <laughs> that, like, just like the old guy, the old like Anola's grandfather's being like, "The sky boat is the perfect vessel." <laughs> be like, "Calm down, old man." Like that kind of like. Like, yeah, tinkering in the shop scene. Like, yeah, I assume that there's like a community boat somewhere, and he's like a crazy old man, and, and then he's like, "I can get us out of here," and like presses a button, and a giant balloon shows up. Um, I'm, I, I know that this won't, won't help the podcast. I know this won't be interesting to talk about, but I hope something exciting happened right before we got to the 105, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's this sort of like calm afterwards so there's like a lot of uplifting music and it's just like shots of them on the ocean so you um, hope that when you start it goes <laughs> yeah and they're just, like, oh man similar similar to what we were getting with 2001 space odyssey where we were like we might get a full 21 minutes and five seconds of no one talking i think we might get a, <laughs> i think we might get a minute and five seconds of no one talking here so um that's my that's my hope and uh you know what time it is it's time for the the, 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 the 105. The 105. It's time for the 105. Hey, y'all, it's time for the 105. I just the 105, yeah. Wow. There it is. 105. Always getting so much there. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like what I just saw. Yeah. We, we, I don't like I don't like that. There's questions. The questions I have to ask about that scene, I don't want to be asking. Yeah, a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot uh, of questions. Uh so uh, luckily, none of us guessed that it was a potential rape scene. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but luckily, uh, Kevin Costner did save the day, uh, and it doesn't look like. Well, it sounds like he was going to almost let it happen first. And then yeah, it like, seems oh, like he was. My mind. Uh, it seems like he was trading the woman and the girl yeah. uh, for something, and he was just going to give it to another. Yeah, another so it seemed like the. It, Oof. I guess we can guess that guy was a smoker, maybe. Uh, Maybe or, seem, they seem very polite with each other. Maybe he's just another another guy like Kevin Costner. Yeah, maybe. So uh, he was on like the um, inside the boat there, uh, inside the uh, what do you call the inside of a boat? Hull. Sure. The hull of the boat. Um, the the woman who's who's uh, child we see at the end. We still don't know her name really. <laughs> we know. We know. Woman. Kevin Costner's name is Mariner. <laughs> yeah pretty so the one woman we've seen so far i guess is a good way to describe it uh um she's down there with this guy and he's like uh looks like he's about to uh rape her unfortunately um and then kevin costner <laughs> comes down and kind of uh breaks that up and he's like yeah. i changed my mind Change your mind. you're not allowed to do what you're about to do uh yeah not a very informative 105 i was where it started with uh, 28 seconds of uh, Kevin Costner <laughs> flipping through a broken, like a ripped magazine and saying nothing. And I thought that was going to be the whole 105. Um, yeah, this didn't really add anything. So I feel like we could probably, uh, Kenny, do you have any thoughts on the 105? I would assume that this is the point where it's probably like Kevin Costner found them and knows that a Nola's worth something, but the mother's not worth anything. And then makes a trade for like, probably like more limes, 
you know? Yeah. And then, but then it's like, ah, I'm not going to trade my morals. I can't do this to another person. And then I assume from there, they're like, my crazy grandfather lives on Banamba Bar, <laughs> Banamba Bar fucking float town. And he's <laughs> building a sky boat. It's got a sky boat. Uh, yeah, I, see, it doesn't, it, I feel like this probably is, this is probably an important scene because this is when she probably trusts Kevin Costner afterwards. Yeah. But, but I, I, yeah, this wasn't, this wasn't a great one Oh five. Sometimes you risk, risk, a risk a one Oh five at the one Oh five, not being perfect, but I think this shows kind of, uh, I think this is actually a really important scene. Actually. I think it shows kind of the change in Kevin Costner's character from someone who, you know, he's used to the water world by now. He knows he needs to do specific things to stay alive and to, um, you know, he can't have, he doesn't have any room for emotions, you know, they get in the way, they complicate things. He's a straightforward, matter of fact kind of guy in this water world. And, um, and you know, he's just seeing a deal for a deal. He's just seeing him trade this woman for the sack of limes. That's a good deal. <laughs> then he's like wait a second yeah this woman's actually a person wait a I actually have this some... woman probably has more water in her than the limes i should eat her instead. <laughs> yeah uh i'm actually a human being and i care about people that's what that's his inner monologue and then he's like uh i wish i was playing like a piano like a 90s piano just <laughs> <laughs> and he's um and then he's like i gotta save this woman i actually i'm a, you know i don't just care about limes and making a deal <laughs> I this movie th that scene also features something about films like this. I can't think of a bunch of maybe like Avatar, other films that create worlds in which they're like I can tell that like the creative team was like yeah accent like everyone has a different accent they all speak different <laughs> yeah. but then it just ends up being mega distracting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, was was that like a pirate Irish accent? Like I couldn't figure out what it was going on with him. And, and you're, you're beautiful. Has anyone ever told you that? Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's been it's been a while since I've it's been a, it's been a while since you've done this and it's like. What what is happening to this guy's yeah, face? Like, was, was this a, was, all these people from America originally, and just like, you know, obviously people in America have different accents or whatever, or people just somehow converge from all parts of the world. This is the water world. And uh, yeah, they kind of- And like uh, we know, like we know, if, if the world becomes a water world, it will be very hot. It doesn't matter that the poles still existed. It will just be a very hot world. So yeah. everyone will be wearing- uh clothes that were sewn by the same person uh <laughs> and that are very loose fitting um do we also know how long it like i i'd uh i thought it was funny imagining that like it's only been a water world for like two months <laughs> and uh they're somehow already at this point yeah yeah um or it's been two years in there yeah that lime, that lime tree he took from his apartment yeah uh yeah i guess okay so that that, that that is Waterworld, I think. Um, so, uh, what we what we like to do is to uh, do a rating system. Um, uh, our listeners are probably familiar with this now, but uh, I always like to explain it. Uh, it's a rating system of zero to two, obviously. Uh, zero is I don't want to watch this movie. One is I wouldn't turn this movie off if it was on. Uh, we like to follow the TBS and the TNT rule. If your parents are watching it you'd sit down and watch it with them. Um, or a two, you would actively seek out to watch this. Um, like we say to all of our guests, Kenny, if you do pick a two, we will follow up with you and uh, we will check that you watch this movie. And if you did not, we will downgrade you as both a guest and your score. 
Wow. Um, okay. So uh, we we are very we hold everyone accountable here. Uh, we don't want you to not pick a two because of that, uh, but that is that is what will happen because um, you know it's important that we follow through with the things that we say. That being said, um, as our guest, I'm going to I'm going to throw it to you first, uh, unless you don't have it ready. But what would you give Waterworld uh, on a scale of zero to two? Okay, so part of me wants the because of the nature of this podcast, I am intrigued at what happens in the middle. However, I don't know how I don't know how much I'd be willing to sit through the rest of that film. <laughs> so on, I am curious, and I will throw it. I will give it a one under the assumption that I would love to watch the tv end of, of this movie i would love to throw commercials in between these these strange scenes um so yeah a one if it this is the exactly the kind of thing if it was on television i'd be like oh okay cool i saw that but i'm only curious now just out of like yeah i don't know I, like i'm curious now but i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and no longer care you know <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> it works um i'm right I'm, I'm probably right there with you kenny i think uh you know, after the first 10 minutes, I was, I'd probably give this a two just because I felt like it was really open-ended and um, I wasn't really sure what direction, but I mean, I obviously knew like the reception of it. So I was kind of tentative too, but I was like, you know, I'm down to see what this movie is about. After watching the rest, um, I think I'm going to leave it at a one, actually, not quite a zero. If this was on AMC, probably it'd be on AMC. Um, I would check it out now it being so long i would i don't know if i could make it through the whole thing <laughs> so here's here's what i would say maybe if i could give it a one with a asterisk being like so if there was like a like a basketball or football game on and i could turn back to this like <laughs> a nice previous <laughs> channel button situation yes exactly i'll tune back in maybe to Waterworld to see where are we now? How did we get to the end? Um, but I'm not. I'm not sitting through the whole thing just and being like, "All right, commercial. Let me go get a drink and get ready for the next uh, scene of Waterworld." I don't think I could do it. Yeah, that's that's tough. I I feel like there there should be a caveat with every score that I give these movies because I I do rent these I do rent these movies and then I actively <laughs> don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but again, I would also give this a one. Um, I think I think yeah, a nice previous channel situation like in between episodes of Friends when you're watching and they go to channel go to commercial, you flip back to this and it, maybe it's not on commercial, so you get to watch a little bit of it. Um, I remember uh, TNT, I think, used to play The Godfather uh, every Christmas, I want to say, and we would watch it and we stopped watching it because one year they played uh, six minutes of movie and four minutes of commercial. Oh, oh wow. Uh, and this movie, I think I could handle six minutes of this movie, four <laughs> minutes of commercial, uh, because I haven't seen commercials in a while. Uh, I don't watch I don't watch TV anymore. I, I don't watch cable. So uh i think i think i would definitely give this a solid one um but it's it, it, yeah it doesn't i think all of the the endless possibilities that were were sort of there at the beginning were just our imaginations going wild and then they really really uh killed those i think in the movie i think it, it really is not a good movie i don't think so that's i'm gonna keep it with a one so that's a one overall from all of us uh 
So uh, to the only the only commercials on TV now are like allergy medicines and uh, the My Pillow. That's so you're not really <laughs> too, too much. The My Pillow wasn't that guy at the White House like two weeks ago? Oh, he's a, yeah, he's a huge <laughs> Trump guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh man, uh, yeah. And so then, uh, just to just to wrap up, we do uh, like a one sentence synopsis. Uh, this is so that we can tell people we have seen this movie. Uh, basically, the whole point of this podcast is when people tell you you should see a movie, you say, "Oh yeah, I've seen that," and then they go, "You remember that part?" You go, ah, "But this yeah, is what bit. happens at the. This is what the movie's about." So, um, uh, like I like like I said last week, I feel bad because I always I always make everyone go before me in this, and then I use theirs to create a very succinct one line thing so it doesn't seem fair so i'm you gonna go try first. to go i'm gonna try to go off the cuff and go first uh but i'm gonna say um a world that is mostly water turns into uh, a, an island but a man prefers the water that's all i'm that's yeah that's it <laughs> that pretty much sums it up pretty well you could watch the movie and then look at that tagline and be like yeah that's that's about right um yeah i'll go i'll, I'll go ahead second um and say, you know, usually mine are a little, um, usually I like to, uh, mine go on and on a little bit. I'll try to summarize it shortly here. Um, in a world, in a world made entirely of water due to melting ice caps, it is up to one man, Kevin Costner, to find land and defeat the smokers so he can uh, find land for the wife and kids for humanity even though it's not for him because he's not meant for the land he's meant for the water wait wait what why did <laughs> why did hold up why did he bring three people to that island That's they it. needed yeah. to go there are they just like are they gonna bring more people there like now that they're there they're gonna bring more people so is I, that the idea? remember one of my one of my predictions is that he was going to go like back and forth to the land like yeah. bringing people it didn't really seem like that was no. the case it seemed like he was just going to go back to the water and then just leave the people on the land like for yeah the people on the land like i wrote actually as a note uh yeah there's wide open land but when but the work really starts when you start farming the land. Um, that's what I wrote down. Like, is he gonna help with that? Uh, he's just gonna go. He's just gonna go back and steal their things. Like, yeah. I feel like all this did was make his life at sea way easier because now he knows there's an island that exists that he could go back to and just sort of hang out at for a little. And bit. just like a woman who he saved her life. So it's like, hey, uh, you know, I've been on this water all. I'm back, and uh, I missed you. I missed you a lot. It saved you and your kid's life, but I mean, it's not like whatever. Um, yeah, it's a good three. He saves three people. Uh, Just throws he, them on an island and leaves. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, yeah, Kenny. What's your what's your one sentence tagline? In the lawless desert of wet, humanity's fate relies on on the heart of a of a scoundrel and the the on the on the heart of a scoundrel the hope of a child Ooh, i love it i love it the Man, lawless desert I, wet yeah every time every time we do these every time we do these i'm like i want to take the taglines that we do and put it on the movie posters and then i always forget so i hope i remember to do that one on this movie poster that i that i photoshop colin and i onto uh colin do you want to be the little kid or do you want to be Kevin Costner? uh i'll leave it up to you 
Yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, well, thank you so much for, for being on the pod, Kenny. Uh, this is the time where we uh, invite you to to plug all and anything that you would like to plug. So, um, you know, what, what where can people catch your catch your stuff? Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So I make music under the name Kendo, K-E-N-D-I-U-X. Doesn't mean anything. Just sounds nice. Um, and uh, if you go to kendo.bandcamp.com, I've been putting out some music during the quarantine. Um, I, this is, uh, I'll have an EP that's coming out on the 21st. So this already be out. This will probably be out after. Um, but also I uh, run a small production company called Mess and Finesse. And if you go to messandfinesse.com, you can see stuff we've made and there's guaranteed going to be stuff coming out probably over the next few months. So check that out. And just at Kenny Gray three on the social media, if you want to see me write uh, tweets that are just me musing about like, what if a porta potty could dance, you know, like, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to uh, throw uh, those two things in the description so that people can, can find those easily. Uh, and then once again, if you guys want to, if you have any questions for us, uh, if you want to be on the podcast, if you have a movie you want to watch uh, with us or just make us watch, uh, shoot us a text. You probably know us and um, we'll be happy to do that. Uh, Colin, what's that number one more time? Hey guys, uh, it's Alex. Uh, don't, Text Colin. That would be really cool if you could just All text right. him. Uh, well, uh, have a great night, everybody. And thank you for watching Waterworld with us. Uh, we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs>